0: All right, let's get going. Another edition, two in a two in a week. One way conversation. It's good to be back getting in the swing of things. It's probably been about a year since I did two in a week. The whole it all started when me and Ant started uh Sunday Poor. I didn't wanna go every day with this show because uh, I figured we'd you know, not save content, but I didn't wanna kinda of overlap and step on Sunday pour too much so I didn't I didn't do it as often it used to be a five days a week show change it to like I think it was I think it was two days a week and I uh, try and keep it relatively fresh I think there's probably a couple things that I talked about in both places but um, that's okay I think the pros do that from time to time and we're trying to keep it prof- professional around here in these parts um, but then i you know when COVID came around we'll COVID moseyed on up into uh, our neighborhood here. The commute stopped and I stopped doing one-way conversation altogether. I had visions of I had visions of doing it like from home, kind of getting up early in the morning and spending 20 minutes. But it's just not the show. The show belongs in the car. The show belongs in the commute. I mentioned the other day, I wish it was a little more rushed because that was part of the fun of that show. was getting to the train on time, but uh, not in the cards just yet. One day I'll be back at the train station, probably. And unfortunately, <laughs> for for my own personal commuter sanity. But for the good of the show, hopefully I'll be back at some point doing that. But, uh, but I mean, since then, I, this is, you know, I've had a couple starts and stops with one way. Um, I think back in August they even had one in a week. And then occasionally I would do one. And mostly I haven't done any. Uh, so this is the first time I'm doing two in a long time. And we're on the road, headed to work. The Merritt Parkway. I got to tell you, yesterday it was snowing. It was probably the best commute because nobody, there was two hour delays all over the state. So it was probably the easiest commute of the week. Today, no bad weather. It's chilly, but I mean it's no, no bad weather. And everybody just fucking bothered me. some guy, I was behind for about six miles, and I couldn't pass him on the right. I don't like passing on the right if I don't have to, but this guy was forced me to. But of course, there's always somebody else there, and he's just going marginally faster than the person on the right, so I can't catch up to pass him. And he's going, you know, about 25 miles an hour slower than he should be going to be in front of me. Um, and then he almost bit it. And eventually, he saw that he had to get over. Eventually, after six, seven miles, he saw that he had to get over. Swerved to his left, kicked up dirt, because maybe he saw it too late that I was right behind him. And then, uh, I mean, obviously, it was too late. But maybe he was caught by surprise because he does not check his fucking rearview mirrors. That's my, that's my uh, Sunday, oh, my Sunday board, That's my one-way conversation driving tip of the day: Check your fucking mirrors, okay? Because if you get hit, it's gonna come from behind. Always check your mirrors. Um, And just be alert in general. Alright, so the other day we talked about... uh, I threw out my conspiracy theory. Please take that with a grain of salt. I'm just fucking... I don't believe a word of that. Is it possible? Sure. Does it make good fodder? Yeah. I don't really believe it. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it came true, though. There's something to it. But I'm not going to believe that this is all big... Uh, Con by the drug companies to make back a few bucks that they lost on opioids. Uh, So, take it with a grain of salt. It was just me having some fun. I don't fucking believe I'm not here hyping conspiracy theories uh, to the masses. I'm not fucking Alex Jones, scumbag piece of shit. Alright? After that show, though, I got to thinking about conspiracies and where we are with conspiracies, we're in, a, we're in a really dark place with conspiracies in 2021. If that seems feasible, if what I said seems even a little bit feasible to you, we're in a dark place. And I know conspiracies these days are like deep state government uh, plans, and I don't I don't even really want to get into it. Sure, I mean, there's like a JFK assassination, there's aliens, you know, Area 51. That kind of stuff is prominent. What I miss is we don't get any of the uh these more quaint conspiracies like Loch Ness Monster, there uh, you know, Bigfoot, Champ in Lake Champlain, which terrible name for a monster. Like, how do you have champ as the name of your monster? That's just to sell fucking plush toys in your uh I don't know, visitor centers near Lake Champlain. Loch Ness Monster cool. I know it's just the name of the fucking lake that he's in, and Monster. And Bigfoot, you know, is fucking cool, right? Champ, not so much. But even still, there was a belief, and I guess there was, I actually looked it up, there's still people who believe that this Champ thing, which Champ looks a lot like the Loch Ness Monster. Um, people still believe that he exists in the water. And why haven't these things been... I guess it's because there's no proof... I guess you can't prove a negative or something, but... You know, I feel like in 2021, we should be a little more... We should know if these things are true or not. Are we too... Are, do we feel like we're too smart to believe in Bigfoot? Because people still do believe in Champ. I don't know about Bigfoot and the other ones. I just happened to look up the Lake Champlain thing, because I saw that on TV the other day. And um sorry it's it's all it's, that's that's the another thing that makes it fun on the car is sometimes you just have to concentrate on what you're doing because you don't want to fucking rear end the uh the jeep the nineteen ninety nine jeep in front of you because uh, it keeps tapping its brakes um but you shouldn't the, I, I we we probably feel twenty twenty one and every generation probably feels this same bit of we are the smartest people. That ever existed, because we know more. Like, look at these dopes from 1950. It didn't have internet. It never, it never went to the fucking moon. Like, look at us. We have satellites in space. You know, we we rightfully so. We feel like we're probably the smartest people out there. But do we? Should we? I feel like we need to disprove that some of these things actually exist. A lake monster, and a, a, a giant. F- f- furry man, like Bigfoot, is an insane thing to believe exists. Shouldn't we know for sure that he doesn't exist? Shouldn't can we disprove these things, or not? Or I don't know. Are you in the camp that you want to believe? Do you want? Are you like? You're nostalgic to believe in these kind of quaint type things, like aliens. We can debate till the cows come home because it's such an expanse of space you can kind of form your beliefs one way or the other around the facts that we know. Like, it's so big, there has to be something out there. Or that it's so big, and look how much we already know about it, and there's nothing. How is there something else out there? So, you know, you can kind of formulate your argument one way or the other with that. But, I mean, we know every inch of the earth, don't we? Don't we know every inch of the earth now? I guess the waterways still... We haven't explored every bit of water, right? It's just too much water to, to know. I like, think there was a sighting at Lake Champlain in 2019. How come I don't have HD pictures, though? Like, I get some grainy picture from 1971. I get that. Why now don't we have some long lens photographer with some super HD camera out there just snapping pictures? But how, how how come somebody, some some random lady who was uh, out for, a, I don't know, just a day trip with her family in 1970, or whatever the fuck it was, was able to get some grainy photograph? And then, you know, maybe it was just like an eel kind of at a weird angle, or you see some rumblings. I guess the things that, like, that crack me up is the people who are out there looking for this monster. And they're like, oh, I saw some rumblings at the surface. I like, guess it's a fucking school fish. I guess, you know, that's how water works. Now, on- the only thing in this lake isn't whatever monster you're looking for. I don't know. I want to bring back. I wish I wish there's room in our lives for I don't know. Maybe it's just too cute. Maybe the idea of champ, the lake Champlain monster is just too cute. You know, all these big—I guess—we're ruined by uh, Hollywood movies and, I don't know, internet. We, we maybe we do know too much. Our imaginations have expanded beyond, you know, just some random monster roaming in the woods. I don't know. Uh, what else? What else do I have on tap for you today? Um, not much. Uh, I just got the notification. Masahiro Tanaka returning to Japan. I mean, they're trying to upgrade. The Yankees are trying to upgrade their rotation. Tanaka was a nice end of the rotation guy. Probably wanted bigger money than end of a rotation guy. You know, it is what it is. It sucks. I, you know, we never, never got to the dance with Masahiro. He was, uh, he was a very good Yankee for a long time, but never. Never won the big one with them. Sometimes that happens, though. You have these longtime Yankees. They retire. You want to get one for them. They retire. And then, you know, it happened with Moose. Moose retired. The Yankees won. Maddenly retired. Yankees won. Maybe Mashiro Tanaka goes back to Japan. Or maybe they bring him back mid-year. You know, maybe that, that's even better. Maybe he gets a few innings in Japan or whatever. And the Yanks have an injury or two. And they say, you know, come on back. We'll Get him for uh, you know the last two months of the season. Maybe that's how we go. The old Roger Clemens, uh, the old Roger Clemens uh, method routine. Take a few months off, come back for more money than anybody else, and uh, try and pitch his way to a championship. Um, what else? I had a I had a bunch of ideas. Only oh, check. I had it written down, and I was like, I'll remember it. I'm going to go over here. Oh, everything going on in the stock market. I don't know if we're going to talk about this tonight. It's pretty big news. Um, I don't know. No, I haven't talked to Ant yet but what we're going to talk about tonight. But um, it is pretty big news what is going on with the stock. So basically, a bunch of Joes on Reddit hyped up stocks. And they got, they're just getting people to buy into these kind of stagnant stocks like GameStop. GameStop. Um, Nokia, BlackBerry, Bed Bath and Beyond, shit like that, and just is manipulating the market, which we know you know happens from time from time to time. Happens every day, right? It's just that's the big name people on Wall Street are influ. I mean, Donald Trump influenced the stock market. Uh, you know, oh, for Christ's sake, I mean, every there's a cop pulled over on the side of the road fucking half a mile up, and everybody fucking slams their goddamn brakes. Like, he already pulled over somebody. What are you, like, it's just flashing lights, you mook. Jesus Christ. What are you concerned about? It's flashing lights up ahead. Yeah, look, alright, so now we have, it's uh, a it's a police cruiser, SUV, it's two. Oh, it's uh, two police cars. Obviously, everybody's got to stop and see. Called, oh, in a late model Cadillac. I mean, that's like a nineteen. That might be an early '90s Cadillac. Who's <laughs> some lady? Ah, uh, yeah, so yeah. Pull over for the safety of the rest of us. Don't you love it? I got fucking pissed. Everybody's rubbernecking. But look, I have I have time to fill. I have content to create here. I needed to tell my audience what exactly was going on. I'm not sure exactly what two cop cars were needed for, but. I'm sure the story is interesting. So the funny thing about this whole stock market thing is like the the usual people who influence stocks rising or falling don't have a say in any of this. Right. This is all just some. This is like a crazy Internet. Phenomenon. Maybe the what the Internet is good for after years of being used for evil maybe this is good take the power out of take the power out of the billionaire's hands and now some just joes are able to make a few bucks which is great um it's great for the average person to be able to have this kind of power i don't know it's not going to last right i mean they're going to figure out a way to it's just good things like this won't last because there's just no staying power from it, which is going to be a Reddit board that constantly does it. And I think they even, I think Wall Street even banned some of these things already. So, you know, it's okay to have like a power lunch, you know, with a couple billionaires, you know, Rupert, Rupert in there. I was going to say Rupert Murdoch, but not Rupert Murdoch. But definitely, a, there's definitely more billionaires named Rupert than there are poor people named Rupert. That's for sure. Uh, So, you know, it's okay to do it there. But it reminds me of... uh, I feel like I've talked about this before, but... It it reminds me of... Back in the late 90s... Uh, A chain mail went went around. (laughs) And the chain mails were big when email first came out. It was always, send this to 10 of your friends. Or, you know, you'll have bad luck for whatever. It was all kind of bullshit. So, in 1998, 1999... The New Kids in the Block were big in, like, 1991, right, 1992. So in 1999, MTV was huge. TRL, Total Request Request Live with Carson Daly was huge. And there's a chain mail going around saying, let's get New Kids in the Block to get to number one on TRL, when it was all Backstreet Boys and Britney Spears. Um, I wish I saw who was the other. I got to check out who the rest of the countdown was when new kids on the block got to number one. I was like, let's all vote on this day. Let's all vote for new kids in the block to get to number one. And I didn't vote. Like, it was ridiculous. But I, I remember the, the mail going around and then being interested in TRL that day to see if it worked. I tuned in. and Sure enough, there they were. Number one. Destiny's Child was always big back then. Maybe a little Green Day even, maybe. Late I don't know. I feel like Green Day was on TRL a little bit. Um, I don't know. And uh, tuned in, and sure enough, there's Carson Daly kind of chuckling it up. You know, the one thing I didn't like about TRL, they always ended the videos early. They always, they, they wouldn't play the whole song. It was like a whole studio audience thing, and they'd have, they'd have guests come in, but it was they always ended the songs early. From what? For more Carson Daly? Weird. trl that's one show i gotta would you binge watch trl would you do what would you do would you want if you because you can't watch you can't watch every episode of trl because it'd just be you know weeks of the same 10 songs just fluctuating spots but you could figure trl is probably on for let's say five or six years I'm gonna say from, I mean, I know it went into the 2000s where I wasn't really watching anymore. But I think I would do late 90s TRL. I would watch at least an episode. I'd maybe watch two episodes from the year. Get an idea. You know, watch one from the early, maybe maybe three or four episodes out of a year. Just to get an idea of what things were, you know, where things were going. Just to kind of see, you know, maybe put in who the big guests were. Oh, you know, um, I don't even know. Who were the big guests? I can only think of, like, Britney Spears being there. Uh, who were the big actors? Maybe Sarah Michelle Gellar showed up. Or Ryan Felipe, Ryan Felipe, Ryan Phillippe. Maybe he showed up. Then there was prop. I want to see who, like, the older celebrities were showing up there. To kind of maintain some hipness. Which wasn't even called hipness then. It's not called hipness now. But hip, hip is a, isn't that a isn't that a speech in Fear and Loathing Las Vegas? At the drug convention? If you smoke dope, then you are with it. And if you are with it, you can finally be hip. And if you are the hip, you will someday get elevated to be cool. I don't know why they sound like Cosby, but it was some cop. That's like... Well, it's, I don't know. I, I could say I could go through *Fear and Loathing* Las Vegas all day, but I mean, going into the drug convention, if that actually happened, one of the ballsier things you can do—just a bunch of cops. and There's Hunter Thompson with a suitcase full of drugs, and then going to going to the events completely fu- have, completely fucked up. Have you ever gone to someplace where you shouldn't be stoned, and you are stoned? And then you got to deal with being stoned while you're there. I I don't know. There's some professionals I listen to this show where... um, You know, you spend a lot of time... Perfecting... Acting normal when you're stoned. I'm not that way, though. If you've ever gone anywhere... Even a little bit high... uh, Where you're not supposed to be. It is nerve-wracking. I can't imagine... Going into some... Police officers' convention... About drug prevention, Uh, getting completely twisted, and sitting a bunch, sitting amongst a bunch of them during some kind of talk. And now those conventions—they're in fucking Las Vegas, so you know those cops are drinking all goddamn day. You know what I mean? Like they're 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 stopping in these events, but they're starting the day with Bloody Marys or screwdrivers, or I don't know. I heard a story about Whitey Ford and Mickey Man on those guys drinking something called The Breakfast of Champions I don't remember exactly what was in it But it was not any It was nothing conventional When I come back to the game That's what I'm going to invent Is a new breakfast drink That is not for the faint of heart It's going to be a mixture of Let's see i think It's got to start with bourbon bourbon, maybe like a splash of... Okay, what makes it breakfast is like a splash of seltzer. <laughs> uh, maybe like a touch of grenadine. Brandy is always a good thing to kind of throw a touch in. Brandy's always a nice kicker in these things. Uh, oh, that's a good one. I, I think I did this one time. Ice. Alright, so you fill up Fill up just a gigantic bowl with ice, put a bottle of table wine in it, like red wine. Then a couple of scoops of uh, brandy, toughen it up a little bit, right? Gives it some balls. And then maybe a couple of shots of, of bourbon. I don't know if that would work. The brandy and the bourbon. So I, I don't know what that is. I've made that before, though. That's a nice, refreshing drink. That's my breakfast of champions right it? It's red wine, brandy. I gotta think it's a couple. I gotta make it a little more. You gotta have some nails going down the throat a little bit. That's almost a little too smooth. So maybe the bourbon is what it is. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll even make it Johnny Walker Red. Maybe we'll use just cheap Because Johnny Walker Red going down, oof, that t- that tastes like you swallowed a, a, a bag of thumbtacks. So maybe maybe that's it. Oh, when I come back, when I'm when I'm back on the wagon or off the wagon, whatever it is. I had to come up with a new breakfast drink, And that's going to be it. All right. That's it. We're going to leave you with that. That's uh, your one-way conversation for the day. I still got a good 12 minutes until I go to work here. Um, I got nothing else for you. Have a great fucking day. Don't take any shit from anybody. I'll talk to you soon. Actually, I'll talk to you tonight because we got uh, Sunday Poor taping tonight. Talk to you then. Peace.